Are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Fantastic. You can hear me? Totally. Perfect. John, thanks for joining me on The Sovereign Remedy today. I, um, you're my first guest on here, and I really wanted you to be my first guest because you helped me come up with the name Sovereign Remedy. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> now, <laughs> let's tell the viewers, why did we pick Listeners. Sovereign? Listeners. Listeners, you're right. Thanks for correcting me. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm all famous before I'm actually all famous. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Sovereign, how did we come up with that name and why did we pick it? Um, you asked me for the spelling of the word sovereign and then I told you the meaning of sovereign and I looked more into it and found um, the two words of sovereign remedy and the meaning of that and that's how I put it together to pass on to you for a title for your show. Cool. Do you remember the meaning of sovereign? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> See, now this is going to determine whether we keep this title or not, because sovereign remedy means the perfect remedy, right? It means the perfect remedy for masterful. you. It's a masterful, the master remedy, I think is right. what it was. Right. Right, right. So I came up with Welcome to the Sovereign Remedy, where we discuss all things health, nutrition, and wellness leading to the perfect remedies for you. On this podcast, you're going to be empowered to flex your mind and your muscle to get more of what you want and less of what you don't. So that's why I wanted to have you as my first guest. So let's talk about health. Let's talk about your health. Are you in good health right now? No. No, I'm not. How, how come you think you're not in good health right now? I'm really tired. I'm tired all the time. I'm tired all the time. And I'm tired all the time. I'm not motivated. I feel lethargic. I feel weak. I feel like I suck at everything that I do. So, no, that's not optimal for myself. Right. And what's optimal for you? Not feeling tired. Being motivated. Not being lethargic. Not feeling weak. And how does that happen? Uh, how does which happen? Sorry. Where you feel optimal. You don't feel tired. You don't feel weak. You don't feel all that stuff. I got to make better friends with my bed at earlier times of the day. Sleep longer for starters. Um, have been drinking a lot of water as always. So I'm behind. I think on everything. I'm just off the entire program from staying hydrated, um, staying new, nourished. It's not that I don't eat good food. I eat good food, just not enough or not frequently enough. Same thing with water supplements. I think I didn't even take any yesterday. I haven't had creatine in about six or seven weeks. I'm going to attribute some of that to that as well. Right. I think, I think it's a, it's a whole list of things that's just compiled into, um, making this happen or making me feel this way. 
Right. And so being a fitness professional yourself, it just goes to show that you can fall off the wagon just as well as anybody else can. So if you were to give someone advice on how to put their health back together, specifically the things that you're talking about, you know, getting more nourishment and getting to bed earlier, what kinds of things would you suggest for them? And what kinds of things are you actually doing to get your own stuff back in order? So I'm answering the question for what I would say to others first. Yes. Well, baby steps for sure. So it's just start by drinking water and notice how I feel and pay attention to those things and then implement something else like getting more food, more sustenance and implementing supplements, vitamins, minerals, and going to bed. Definitely before midnight. Right. Now, what would you say to somebody who's saying, yeah, that's all great and good, but my life's just too busy. I don't have time to eat, you know, healthy food in a lot of amounts. And I have to stay up late because I've got a lot of work to do. So I can't really get to bed at a decent hour. What's your advice for someone like that? Everything is a choice. So we can always make time. It's just what we choose to value uh, what's important or not important or what's a priority or what's not a priority. So I think 24 hours in a day is a, a lot of hours in a day to get your sleeping, eating, training, pay your bills, look after your kids, have some playtime, whether it be sports that you do, hobbies that you do. There's lots of time. It's just plan it. Just like anything, plan, make the plan. Right, right. Exactly. And have you always had, uh, have you always had good health or was there ever a time in your life where you just felt like you were just broken? No, well, I've had injuries and sicknesses throughout my life. So there's been definitely those times are times where I'm not at my best or nowhere near my best, but I've always come out of it. And listening, so people listening, if you give them how, like, I know you and I know you very well. So I know that you've had, yes, you've had traumatic times. You've been broken. You've had a broken body where others would have completely crumbled. In fact, the medical system wanted to tell you that you wouldn't walk upright again, probably, and that you would just have to accept the way that you were and suffer through it. So if people are listening right now and they're going through a hard time in their lives and their health is feeling be feeling broken what kind of advice would you give people to start to come out of that hmm that's a tough one um i guess just to keep it simple again it comes to choices so if you it's how bad you want something then or how bad you don't want something and the best thing for success is to surround yourself with people or or things that keep that motivation or keep your, your the goal that you have in play in, in front of you, whether it's, you know, putting a picture on your phone or always keeping something in your vehicle that you get to see every, every day or in the mirror of your bathroom, but it, it's just a choice. So find something that motivates you. So if you're around a group of people that are doing things that, you know, you should need to be doing, you should be around them, not hanging around people that, totally don't do what you know you need to be doing that's just not a good recipe or 
going to falter. Right. Exactly. And what do you, what advice do you have for those people that are going through stuff right now? And like you have gone to doctors and things and doctors are saying you should take this medicine. You should, you know, not exercise. You should not, you should just stop doing everything and start doing everything that we're telling you to do. And it's the pharmaceutical, the pharmaceutical way. What would you tell those people? Um, as far as following, sorry, I misunderstood your question. So if people are in a position like you were in a position, and I know that you were in a position where doctors wanted you to go on antidepressants, they wanted you to take medication uh, because, you know, for pain and, you know, they didn't give you any um, other options or they weren't telling you about any other options that were available to you as far as getting yourself well, what would you tell people that are in that position as well, where doctors are not giving them any other options other than pharmaceuticals? Well, I think in the day and age that we live in with all the technology or social media or whatever you want to call it, you can always research and get other opinions from many other platforms. Um, in my journey, I've learned that doctors are really good at stitching things up and fixing broken bones. And to me, that's about it. I think they have this uh, pompous or egotistical mindset of them that they think they're a God because they have doctor and they think they're the director of your care and only the individual is the director of their own care. And I think when people start to put that at the forefront, then they'll start to find what works for them. If you're the director of your own care, nobody owns, nobody knows their own body better than the individual themselves. So it's definitely something that people should look into when you're more in tune to yourself, you're going to know what works and what doesn't work, what you like, what you don't like. Right. And was that a process for you or did you just automatically know what you needed? Oh no, it was definitely a process um it's like lots of things trial and error or trials and tribulations um i've gone through some shitty things i'm sure like other other individuals have and i wouldn't wish it on even my worst enemy but there's always a light at the end of the tunnel it's, no matter how hard it is to get out of that rabbit hole or whatever it is that you're in there's always a way out there's always avenues that you can to use to get out there's always support you can use to get out you just have to find the right things the right motivation the right people um, when all that's kind of in line it does make that journey or transition easier right absolutely and what role would you say that nutrition played in the part of your recovery uh, i would say it's a major role like the the, the number one thing Food is thy medicine, as it's been said and stated for many years, long before I was even on this planet. And the more we understand and buy into that, the more better results or achievements we can have. Whatever fuel you need to put into yourself, if you want to be that machine or a race car or whatever you want to be, if you're filling yourself with crappy substances, you can't expect that machine to run at optimal levels. So you get what you get. If you put in shit, you're going to get shit on the way out.
right. feel like exactly. shit, look exactly. like shit. And exactly. And if you're trying, if you're in a broken state or your body's been injured or you've been hurt or you're sick or, you know, nutrition, I believe, you know, I believe that nutrition is the foundation for everything. And, you know, we are, our cells turn over. So we're, when that old saying of you are what you eat, you, you know, you're made of what you eat. It's totally true. So nutrition played a huge role in your, in your recovery. Can you give the, the listeners some examples of just certain things that you changed in your life to start to heal yourself? Oh, there's a plethora of things. Um, well, number one is alcohol for me. I definitely drank a lot and it didn't uh, suit me or do me any good. Definitely after what I went through on, on recovery. So I eliminated alcohol. I didn't really eat a lot of fast food, but now I don't even eat fast food. I prefer to just make my own meals to the point that I'm not even going to come over to your house unless I'm bringing my own meal because I'm probably not going to eat what someone else is going to make. I want to know what I'm eating at all times. So food is definitely a huge impact on that. I don't have canned foods in the house. I don't have things that come out of cardboard box. I'm very racist towards things with white, like white rice, white sugar, white pasta, white bread, which is what I lived off of. Dairy, I eliminated. Um, just clean, just clean, cleaner foods, cleaner choices. If I can't pronounce what the hell the ingredients are on the back, I probably shouldn't eat it. <laughs> Unless it's quinoa, but you don't even like quinoa anyway. So <laughs> I like quinoa when it's mixed in with things, but when it's by itself, like in place of a wild rice, I find it frustrating because it never ends up in my mouth. It's all over the counter and everywhere and on my pants and on my shirt. I just can't chase that quinoa. Right. <laughs> So nutrition played a huge role in your recovery and your health. And I know also that your mindset and your mind played a huge role in your recovery and your health that you have, even though today you're saying that you don't feel like you're at your best. I, I've seen you at your worst and it was a pretty scary time for both of us at that time. Uh, how did your mind, how does your mind play into all this in your recovery? What was your mindset at the beginning when after the accident happened? And then how did your mindset change? What did you do? What happened? Mm. It was a long journey in that regard because um, I was still put into the system, I guess, as you would say, because it was a a car accident so it was with icbc and you had to follow along with their rules and regulations i had to see every doctor lawyer and nitwit that they put me in front of without choosing to see who i needed to see so once um the it came to an end as far as the conclusion is if it was a trial or not a trial or a settlement per se or whatever you want to call it and I was no longer involved with any of buddy ICBC or occupational therapists or anything else. Then I was able to make my own path and go see who I need, who I believed I needed to see as far as physicians and um, doctors, if you want to call them that or healers and just went one foot in front of the other from there. Once I was able to be with the right people and 
they took time to care for me. I'm not in and out the door in two or three minutes. And when you get that type of care, it makes you feel better. And then when you see the results that's happening, you just, you believe in it. It's just like same thing with changing the food. I'm sure once I started eating better food and not the crappy foods and the white stuff and the alcohol that my mind cleared up and then I had better thoughts too. Cause if I was had shitty thoughts, I was feeding it with shitty foods and alcohol and things like that. I'm going to get a shitty result outcome thought process, the whole thing. Right. And was there a time after the accident when, after it happened, were you like just in despair and did you ever feel like you were stuck and it was just never going to change? Did you yeah. ever just. I, I think there were times just, just you're down and you think you're, I'm going to be like this for a long time. But I think again, that comes to the point when once I was no longer having to go to the appointments that I was forced to go to or do the things that I was forced to do within the system, um, being forced to stay in the system. I think that's what made me feel like there was no, hope or no way out of it because the system sucks. So the system just makes you, I think, feel like that. So once I'm out of the system, then there was, everything just felt better. Just, there was lots of, you, you can see your future. You can see the path that you want to go. Um, I think when you're just in the system, it just pushes you to do this. It makes you do this. It makes you think like this, believe this, act like this. So I think just getting out of that system, it was the best thing. So once I was out of the system, things started to happen. Right. Good. Right. And when you say out of the system, we are saying, you know, out of the medical system. Out of the, medical system. the whole system, the system that mm, I guess people term it as the rat race or things like that. Um, being in that system, just thinking that you you get up and you work your nine to five and you follow this and you got to do this and you, need to vote and whatever um, this corporation or government says, or this doctor or someone says everything's true because their word is God type thing. And I think that's just, it's not a good recipe. Right. Right. So if you were to give the listeners just like one piece of advice, what would that be moving forward in their life and trying to change their lives? Because if someone is tuned into the sovereign remedy, they're obviously looking for answers, right? They're looking for how do I get better nutrition? How do I get my mindset straight? How do I get my body? Well, you know, what, what do I need to do to, to transform my life and move forward? So if you were to give people, and I'm going to put you on the spot here and say, if you were to give people three, three, Three things to get started with. What would you say? What was your top three? Get started with to what? Make a change? Yes. Well, I can definitely be biased and say um, CindyLaguerre.com. <laughs> it's dot .ca. <laughs> dot .ca. Shit. CindyLaguerre.ca. <laughs> you will find a lot of answers uh, once you go through there and, and meet that wonderful Cindy. She has everything covered as far as food, nutrition, how to train, how not to train, how to rest, how not to rest. What, what is good for you doesn't mean it's good for somebody else. We're all, we're all different in that matter. So definitely look, look for someone like Cindy or if they're you're not able to be in touch with Cindy, there are other avenues you can look at. 
it's just you got to take the time and do your research and as long as you know what you want for your outcome you'll find it if you believe in it you'll find it the path will take you there right i don't think i, I, don't think I answered your question though <laughs> i want to know your top three besides recommending me <laughs> top three things to make change start to make change because I just, I firmly believe if someone's listening to the sovereign remedy, they're searching, they're already started the search, right? They're on a, they're on a quest to help transform their lives. So what can people do right now? What would advice would you give them your top three things just to get started with right now? Um, just try and cut out like the crappy stuff, like the sugars, dairy do your best to just eat you know your proteins your carbs your fats get some exercise when you start putting that together your mind will just start to change you will start to feel better you will start to have better moods you will start to have clearer thoughts stinking thinking you know getting your rest and everything else and then as that foundation gets laid down then you can expand on types of foods or types of supplements or types of training to further yourself. But I think just the basic thing is just, you just really make a conscious effort to get your rest and not stress yourself out or be stressed and stay out of those environments or situations and just eating cleaner foods and better choices and drinking water. It's, it, it's going to kind of flush out whatever you've done to yourself over that time. And then you're going to reset and see things and through different lenses and then just go from there. Just do it incrementally too much, too much, too fast. Never works. You're never told to sprint before you know how to walk. Right. Exactly. Totally agree. Totally agree. And for listeners, I just wanted to give a quick, a quick um, history for those of you that don't know, John was in a tragic car accident. And after that accident, the powers that be told John that he would first, they thought his back was broken. Then they thought maybe his neck was broken. And then they said, you probably are never going to walk upright again. You won't fully be able to straighten out your back and you will never skate again or play hockey. And for those of you listening that know John and myself, you know that John is still playing high-level hockey. Um, he walks fully upright. He's an amazing elite trainer himself who's fully restored, even though today he's not feeling so healthy. Because like many of you running a business or a couple businesses, you know, it can be very stressful. And we tend to uh, put ourselves last when really we need to put ourselves first. So I'm going to reiterate this to John and to myself and to all of you listening. Even when you get on an airplane, the airplane staff tell you, put on your oxygen mask first before you try to help others. So that's a big takeaway from this as well is make sure that you're taking care of yourself and then you'll be able to serve others that much better. So John, thank you for joining me today on the sovereign remedy. And I appreciate all that you shared with our listeners. If people want to get a hold of you for training or maybe just to talk more about what's happened to you and, you know, maybe they're looking for some information uh, from you as well. Where can people find you? Um, I'm at Apocalypse Training Fitness in Aldergrove, British Columbia. My phone number is 604. <laughs> <laughs> Those are- <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll find those in the show notes afterwards. We're going to put the show notes together. <laughs> um, did I answer your question? I think I did, didn't I? Yes, you can find John at Apocalypse Training and Fitness. You can find John at ApocalypseTraining.ca. You can find John Coyle on Facebook. Uh, John is just getting with Facebook now. That's right. John is just getting with the 21st century, so he's not on Instagram and he doesn't have his own website yet, but those things will um, soon happen. So look in the show notes. You'll find all the stuff that you need. And again, John, thanks for joining me today. You're welcome, Cindy. Thank you for having me. Take care. Bye.